This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Welcome along to this podcast. What's New 23 is a feature that we do each and every week looking at brand new music that's getting released. And our panel of Emily Peacock, Louise Shufflebottom and Eddie Parsons, the drummer Eddie Parsons, took a look this week at a soundtrack to a movie, the first one that we've ever done. And what was it? Of course, it had to be that pink album from the Barbie soundtrack. Some wonderful music on there and an absolute masterpiece from Billie Eilish. Do enjoy the podcast and join me Live on the show, weeknights 8 through 10 here on Dubai I 103.8. This is the Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai I 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. Welcome back into the show. And it's something that we do each and every week, each and every Tuesday, is take a look at the world of music. Did you like the accent on Tuesday? Tuesday? I got that from Wallace and Gromit. There's a Wallace and Gromit scene and he says, Tuesday today, Gromit, porridge. Porridge. porridge today, it's Tuesday, that's it. Anyway, uh, we're not talking porridge, we are talking music. Um, we've got two Barbies and a couple of Kens, um, which gives you an idea of what we're going to be chatting about. I'll say ba- Barbie Louise, how are you? I'm good, sir. I've never been described as a Barbie in my life, but thank you. There's Definitely a, a Barbie on my right is Emily Definitely. with the, with the pink hat, which you've had to take off because you've got headphones on. I could put it on over the headphones, it yes. might not look great, but uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can. <laughs> Uh, great to see you. Um, we got Eddie Ken um, Parsons over there. <laughs> Kenny, how are you? All in pink. Hi, <laughs> Mark. Nice to see you uh, all uh, once again. So, uh, as it's become very obvious there, we're going to be looking at the soundtrack. And it's the first time we've looked at a soundtrack on the show. And um, favourite soundtracks, uh, as soon as I thought of what is my favourite soundtrack, it was Saturday Night Fever from... Of course, the Bee Gees, with all those great Bee Gees songs on there and a lot of fabulous instrumentals that I'll learn. Any soundtracks the bodyguard. spring to mind? Bodyguard. The Bodyguard. Beauty, beauty. I mean, there's so many amazing soundtracks. I mean, chronologically through my life, the first one stand out for me was Sound of Music. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would watch yeah. that constantly as a child. And then as I got to being a teen, it was Coyote Ugly. Yeah. Um, yes. And then there's just so many amazing movies that aren't uh, musicals that have incredible soundtracks, i.e. every single thing with Hans Zimmer. Yeah, yeah. Um, Interstellar. Lion King, Inception. So you got Julie Andrews. You were into Julie. Oh my goodness! I used to watch that movie all the time, Mm, all the time, and I still. Love it. Yeah. And I love Julian. Pulp so, Fiction is so. another one. Yeah. Well, I was. I thought that might be yours. Pulp Fiction. Do you know what? I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say The Bodyguard. Um, mm. And so, because I was having a discussion with the boys, and they were saying, obviously, um, the more recent is the Guardians of the Galaxy and the songs that mm, they've been using right. on all three movies. And I was like, mm, yeah, but they're just a collection of really cool songs. Do we like? It's not officially a soundtrack. Mm. Yeah. What are we classing as a soundtrack? Well, as a kid, I used to have <laughs> this. This is really sad. The thing I used to have on repeat a lot when I was doing homework was the soundtrack to Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> oh, <laughs> everything I do, I do it for you. <laughs> the music and everything. But I was reading um, an article that said that this soundtrack that we're going to review tonight is probably the best, in their opinion, since Saturday Night Fever. Um, up there with that. that Maybe, as a, as maybe a dance, as a, a dance new... disco album, maybe, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, um... I, I just want to throw in this before we uh, get any further as well. Um, new album, Hackney Diamonds, coming out October 20th for The Stones.
So that's uh, the first single, Angry, already out. <laughs> Typical um, Rolling Stones vibe. Looking forward to the album release, Eddie? It does exactly what it says on the tin. <laughs> <laughs> always has, always will. We Keith and the boys. Yeah. And uh, it'll be great, and they'll tour it, and it'll be huge. Yeah. Tr- uh, it's going to drop on October the 20th, um, so I'm sure we're going to review that <laughs> on this show. Um, before we get to the album as well, I just want to drop uh, this in. It's made my day when I saw this. So he's going to uh, Emily's neck of the woods is uh, Mr. Nile Rogers. How exciting is that with Chic? I can't believe it. Now Rogers live at Blah Blah and I'm going to miss it because I'm going to be working. Oh, I'd have a night off for I, that. I'll show you I'm what. Gutted. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's a Saturday night or it's a Saturday. It's, it's, I think it's quite an early gig. Doors opening at five. Um, Saturday, November the 4th for uh, now Rogers and Sheik. I mean, that's going to be a great ultimate gig. guitar player when he, he, he can drive. That'll be yeah. chock a block there for that. I know. He'll be sold out. I know. I know. Yeah, one of the biggest influences in music. Yeah, so. definitely. And samples so much oh, with, yeah. with David Bowie, Diana Ross, Madonna. The, the whole kitchen sink he's, he's done, hasn't he? So, yeah, I'm trying to get an interview with now Rogers, which would make my day, let me tell you. Anyway, let's get on to it. We're talking uh, Barbie, the soundtrack of uh, the film. I know a couple of us have seen the movie. Have you seen it, Eddie? No, no. Oh, yeah. Um, and we're not going to spoil it for any, anybody that hasn't seen the movie, but we are going to take an in-depth look at, uh, at the soundtrack that's been put together by Mark Ronson, no yeah. less. He's, he's the man, the brains behind it. I'm sure he had a lot of input as well into some of the artists that they chose. Yeah, most likely. I mean, he's been heavily involved with quite a lot of soundtracks, um, including Star is Born. I think oh, he worked, right. oh no, I could be wrong. He worked with Lady Gaga on one of our albums, but I know he's been involved with quite a lot of soundtracks. He's a good guy to go to, especially because it's got a real mix of different yeah. music on this album, and he's very diverse. Yeah, so. and the, I mean, having seen the movie, the mm. music just is perfect, isn't it? Yes. When you listen to the album, it can feel really random, a lot of the yeah. songs, um, and it's like you don't, until you watch the movie and you piece it all together then it all makes sense a lot more. As an album to listen to, it's really random. Yeah. Totally random, yeah, yeah. but it makes sense. I would me. agree with that. I mean, the first tune that we're going to hear is called Pink. And uh, this is, of course, by Lizzo, who's really kind of come into her own over the last couple of years. We love a bit of Lizzo. I do a, quite a few Lizzo songs in my band. We, and the bloods are all like, really? And I'm like, yes, please. They're good fun. So, yeah. Let's get the first one in. It's called Pink. Round and round and round and round and 
intelligent. N, never sad. K, cool. All right, then, there's the uh, first track from uh, the soundtrack, Pink. Just perfect for the opening song um, there. <laughs> I mean, I'll just remind our listeners that you learned them, Emily, didn't you, when, for the premiere of the, of the movie here? Yes, I had approximately um, 12 to 15 hours to learn the lyrics for that song. I'd never yeah. heard it before okay. the day before the, the actual um, show. And I have to say, that's a really hard song to learn the lyrics for. Yeah. Because until you see the movie and see the scene that it accompanies, mm. it doesn't really make sense. Okay. So when you, when you, I'd obviously learned the lyrics and then I went to see it that very night. Um, and then I was like, ah, okay, now all those lyrics make sense. Yeah, Especially no, at the it. end where it goes, the opening, hey, Midge. Like the opening scene, isn't it, where she's yes. waking up mm, and everybody's. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I know that much about it so far. Um, <laughs> what about the production and the, the whole kind of glossy sound of it all? It's, it's, it's I mean, the bass line's super fun. It's got a very similar, like, all night long vibe going on to it, like when you listen to the horns and everything going on in the background. Yeah, so yeah I mean, it's super fun. Are you going to listen to it all the time? Probably not. There's probably not a lot of reason to have that on repeat, is there? I don't know. Depends how much you love the color. I, don't know, yeah. I think it's a real fun tune, it isn't is, it? You but know, it's, um, maybe it's like a getting, I don't know, is it getting ready for a girl's night out song? I don't. It's In fact, we've just had a message here from uh, uh, Isabella. Thank you for that. Cool. Lizzo's song has an all night long Lionel Richie feel to it. Great minds think alike. Uh, what did you think, Eddie? I thought the uh, brass section was very. It reminded me of Earth, Wind & Fire yeah. a little bit, and uh, it was a great production there. And, um, yeah, a real fun, happy song. And getting ready for a girls' night, I would imagine it would be great <laughs> if you had a group of girls together. <laughs> Some fizz and um, yeah. having fun try, getting try ready. Try it out next week. Yeah. Um, here's Mark Ronson, um, the uh, producer of, of the music and the album, talking about working with, uh, with Lizzo on that song. A huge studio film with all this expectation. It's it is kind of wild that we're going in. Like it might have been nice to have like a little movie to like get used to scoring picture, but I whatever. There was something I guess that we just seemed to um, tap into the musical language of the film early. Lizzo's amazing. How do we fit this all these pieces of the puzzle together? So we went in the studio. Lizzo, myself, and Ricky Reed, who produced About Damn Time and, you know, Truth Hurts and all these amazing songs with Lizzo. And Lizzo just started to narrate what was happening. Like, literally, like, as Barbie yawns, she sings, When I wake up in my own pink world. So I played it for Greta, and I think Greta was pretty excited. You know, there was a million things going on in the edit that day. She was excited to get a Lizzo song. She loves Lizzo. She sat with her and showed her some of the film. And I could just see Greta's face as this song is playing and she's starting to go like, this woman has basically set up my entire movie. Like obviously the visuals is like what makes it, but I, I don't think even Greta really gambled on how great lyrically what Lizzo was gonna really deliver. Yeah, I get what he's saying there. That, that is mm. just the perfect setup for the whole movie. Totally, totally. And um, the song is repeated again in the movie, but it's called Bad Day. Oh, really? And it has been released on like Spotify as well, like Pink, Bad Day. And the, the original is the Good Day. Oh, I so, obviously uh, didn't watch oh, close enough. Yeah. There. We're going to come back. We've got more music, different styles of music as well, some lovely kind of more down-tempo things. And, of course, the big hit single that we're going to hear as well from Duo Lipa. This is the night shift on Dubai Eye 103.8 the UAE's number one talk radio station 
Yeah, we got Louise, Emily and uh, Eddie, the panel, looking at the soundtrack. First time we've ever done a soundtrack for the uh, movie uh, Barbie, um, which um, a couple of us have seen. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Dua Lipa is the big single release. What, are, what do we make of Dua Lipa as a vocalist? Dua Lipa can do no wrong. No wrong Simple, whatsoever. Like, she's not, since she came out, she has not put a foot wrong, like, music-wise. It's just been banger after banger. I am. Like, and collaborating with Elton John. Yeah, a beautiful voice. Like, <laughs> um, you, you, like, you don't realise, because her songs are quite poppy and boppy, that's two things to say very quickly, you don't necessarily realise how technically good she is hmm. until you sing them. Emily will probably agree, like... You think, oh, she just sounds like a pop singer, and then yeah. you really break it down, and you're like, yeah, she's hitting some notes in some mm. of these songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. What do you think, Emily? Yeah, I love Dua Lipa. I don't know. I think I've lost count of how many songs of hers that I cover yeah, um, yeah. on solo gigs and with the band. And like, some of the songs that she hasn't even released as like they've been big hits have been absolutely beautiful. I'm trying to think of the name of one of them that really stands in my. Brain, I'll tell you what, have, have, a think of it. <laughs> have a think of it. Well, we play this second tune from uh, the soundtrack. It was the lead single called Dance the Night. Get the glitter ball out to that one and uh, dance around it. Perfect again for uh, a soundtrack of a movie uh, just like this. Do a leap. I'm feeling a bit of pink in there as well. Am I right or am I the wrong? Color, uh, no, the, the, the singer. <laughs> um, I didn't personally get that, but um, in terms of it being a fully perfect pop song, which pink yep. is very well known for, yep. I'm sure. And that's the main thing about this song. It's a, I think it's a perfectly formed pop song with like influence from like but a 70s, 80s, mm, yeah. like, it's just great. Yeah, really great. yeah it's almost harking back to disco days, isn't it? Yeah, um, the the strings kind of reminded me a little bit of um, uh, JK, Jamiroquai-esque. Ooh. 
a little bit of that okay. in there. Yeah. Um, nice fat snare drum. Nice uh, 70s fat snare dance uh, snare drum. Interesting about her voice. Emily and I were discussing about Dooley but off air um, last week. She's got quite a low register when the low raise. And she has that little mm-hmm. tremolo at the lower end. She's got that. Yeah, it's yeah. really... I like that because normally the, the, a lot of the pop artists now are way up in the stratosphere. She's very comfortable to go use the yeah, full range. The, and, actually, the lower and yet it still, it still bops along and it's still really cool. Yeah. Bopping along um, to that one, Louise. <laughs> Absolutely. Like from the minute it came out and it has been, as usual, all over TikTok. And every time it comes on, I'm like, yep, this is a bop. Have you learned it? No, I haven't. No. We don't do a lot of... It's got quite a like it's got quite a seventies vibe, like you said, a bit of an. We do a lot of eighties, I guess. But I don't know. Maybe I'll run it by the boys and see yeah. what they say. Run it by the boys. Don't know. Yeah, you, you, you got them with the last one, didn't you? The other, last week you said you ran a tune by them, and it, as soon as you sang it, the dance floor was full. Yes. Yeah. Use that power, Louise. <laughs> yeah, lose that power. I know, but sometimes I have to save it for songs I really, really want. Uh, Jedi mind it. trick on it. <laughs> this is the song you're looking for. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe that's the tagline for our band. How did you know? But yes, I have to save save my fights for. A message coming in. The bass line in the Dua Lipa song that we just played reminds me a bit of Nile Rogers. Yeah, yeah. Could be, could be chic in there. Yes, that for yeah. sure. Right, let's pull that tempo back a little bit. This is called Silver Platter from Khalid. Saw me standing there, but you give me a wave And if I part this ocean in between us Would you even care, or would you walk away? Fighting for affection from you never been easy Giving me impressions that I gotta work hard If I could pick you up, we'd be in Malibu speed You show me directions till I don't know where you are song a little bit more laid back than uh, what we've heard so far but i think beautifully uh, sang vocally harmonies silver platter eddie 
I'm getting a very Hall and Oates feel on this, especially with that uh, with that acoustic piano that's got like a chorus yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah. It reminds me that that sort of again that sort. It's a bit retro, but it's yeah, as you say, it's beautifully performed and wonderful production. But yeah, that that sort of that piano and and the chords that they're using just. Keep mm. me a Hall and Oates kind yeah. of vibe. Very cool. Such a cool tune, Emily. Um, it's West Coast. It's just so all glossy, isn't it? It's Very. all shiny, glossy. <laughs> That's a Perfect. really good explanation. Shiny. Yeah. Like, even like even in terms of like his actual vocal and how they've treated it, if Phil was here, he would be able to explain this better than me. But it's, yeah. it's not, it is affected in a way of maybe a little bit of like stylized tuning on it, but it hasn't got mm-hmm. like any like delay reverb going on. It's very clean and shiny. Mm. And he's got a lovely voice, Khalid. Really yeah, nice voice. Yeah, yeah. And I think Mark Ronson has really oh, yeah. gone to town and, and put the perfect soundtrack yeah. for this movie. Definitely. I'm trying to remember which part of the movie this is in, but I can't. It's probably one of those where it's in about two minutes and you're like blinking, you've missed it. <laughs> yeah. But then the song's really good. Is it so a Ken part in. by chance? Yeah, it sounds like it might be a Ken related bit. But um, no, I, I agree with you. Like at the first time I'd heard this guy's voice was his duet with Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish, and I was like, oh my goodness, who is this? Um, but yeah, the vocals are just perfection. Yeah, I think the whole album so far, what we've heard, yes, uh, they've not put a foot wrong. Really. And when we get to the end of the movie <laughs> and the final tune that we're going to play uh, tonight. Big um, budget, big production. Yeah, yeah. It, they've thrown the kitchen sink at this one, haven't they? Every, mm-hmm. And everyone, I bet, I bet they didn't take too much persuading to get on board all these artists for no. this film. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, we're going to hear something from a guy called Kid Leroy, who I didn't know much about, but I do now. And then we've got, the, for me, the icing on the cake and a, a very, very beautiful song that features a lady that is it's, I hear all the time I hear probably every single day being played in my house we'll come back <laughs> with uh, that you're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station this is the night shift with Mark Lloyd on Dubai Eye 103.8 yeah we are looking at uh, Barbie the, the soundtrack album and I must say uh, I enjoyed the musical soundtrack just as much as, as the movie you know the way they slotted in the songs again glossy perfect you know really kind of lifted you and, and then pulled you down a little bit in various scenes I thought they did a great job with that Definitely, yeah. And um, the movie is full of lots of surprises and things you won't expect. Yeah. Lots of twists and turns. We're not going to give away From anything. sentimental <laughs> to comedy to like yeah. brilliant. Mm. Like So, like I said before, it's a quite random soundtrack. If you listen to it, just as a playlist. But when you watch the movie, it all makes sense and it's very well done. But now I've got the excitement of watching it and going, ah, mm. ah. Yeah. Like there's some of them I've obviously seen and they're around, like especially the last one we're going to discuss. I've kind of got an idea of what's going on with that one but it'll just be interesting to see it in play, as it mm. were. Mm. And Margot so. Robbie in the, in the starring role, I thought was just superb. I don't, again, just like we said about Dua Lipa, Margot Robbie can do no wrong. <laughs> yeah. She's one of the most beautiful women yeah. in the world. Yeah. All, all right, let's, let's hear Kid Leroy then. I've got a funny feeling he's from Down Under that he's Australian and he's got a, a track on here called Forever and Again. Used to be the one that you wait on All the nights I couldn't find my way home I was at the bottom, I was all gone So I know what it's like to be where you are You keep on fighting through your fish, Your demons holding back your tears I see it, you don't wanna show Your weakness, I already know Your secrets every single time You wake up in the night You'll find me next to you 
when it all falls down And no one is around till my breath burns out Six feet underground, I'ma be there This will never end, I'll always be there Forever and again when you lose all And darkness taking hold till my blood runs cold Uh, he's got another fan in Mark Lloyd as Kid Leroy. I thought that was beautiful. Yeah. I, I think I need to see it in context. Yeah. Because it's just... A, <laughs> no, no, no. I no, think you've got to go tonight. Yeah, <laughs> just kind of listening to it like this. It's just like, yeah, it's a good song, but until I see mm. how it fits in, it won't make more sense. Whereas the other two are automatically songs Stand that grab, great they, songs. They grab yeah. you as songs in, yeah. on their own without being... In context, if that yeah, makes any yeah. sense. It's interesting, when you think about the comments Emily was making about the previous song, how it was unaffected for the main part on his voice. Yeah, this yeah. clearly has a lot going on. It's very ambient. There's a lot of reverb, and it sounds big, like it's recording mm, mm. in a big hall, which it mm. isn't, of course, but yeah, yeah. it's got a totally different feel, so I can understand how, if you're watching the movie, the emotion that this song has will probably fit perfectly to what's actually you're seeing on screen, and that's the sign of good, a good soundtrack. But we're listening to it in an abstract, and, and the, vo- the vocal is not only a great voice, but the production on it was completely opposite to what we just heard, and yet really interesting. Yeah, mm, I thought yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah. Emily? Yeah, um, I've just while I was listening to this, I was also reading the lyrics as well because when I listened to it again this afternoon, I thought that's actually it didn't stand out to me before. It didn't no, stand no. out to me in the movie. No. But when I heard it today and heard it again just now, I was like, actually, the lyrics of this song are absolutely beautiful. It's such a lovely promise, and like it's you know how you'll always be there for somebody. And there's so many different relationships or dynamics in the movie where you could relate these lyrics to. Um, and yeah, on a separate note, the Kid Leroy. I didn't know he was only 20, mm. um, hence the name The Kid. Kid. <laughs> um, but I think he's got one of the most distinctive voices at the moment in our um, in music. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see what more he yeah, does. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, and his use of uh, his not only his diction, but his he was breaking up, not just singing on the beat. He was using almost like a sort of triplet effect. Yeah, a bit of syncopation. Syncopation, yeah, I thought that was great. But things like that are important. It's just that that's something that just gives it that... And people are like, oh, mm. you know, if you're into music, you'll pick it up. But Joe Bloggs will sort of say, oh, well, that's nice. But they may not necessarily know why they like it, but they'll mm. know that they do. Mm. 
Right then, let's get on to it then. The icing on the cake. Luther, I know you are listening, uh, my son, <laughs> and uh, he's Billy Eilish crazy. Um, but this song, I have to say, talking about tunes fitting in to this movie, um, it plays at the end and, oh, it, it just, bang. It hit me right in the heart. And she's just got another massive tune on her soundtrack. She did a great James Bond theme. Oh, it's uh, beautiful. You know, um, beautiful. She can just really turn it on completely at the moment. She can do no wrong, Emily. It's the emotion that she conveys in every single thing she sings, every word, even the breaths between words. She's still conveying emotion. And she's, yeah. she's truly gifted at that. Her songwriting and her singing is just beautiful. Yes. I mean, when she first came out, I just thought, what's, what's all this breathy stuff all about? Well, yeah, I've, but- I've had this conversation with um, some of my members of my band this week about pure voices. And I know you're with me, Mark, like Karen Carpenter's up there with like pure voice yeah. people. And I would actually put Billie Eilish. I'm not saying I'm not comparing them as no, no, in, in any way. But I'm saying like for just kind of people that are just singing and there's not ne- they don't necessarily have to do anything fancy. With, they don't have to riff and there's not always big massive notes and they just sing and it just gets you and I'm like Billie Eilish and Karen Carpenter and Eva Cassie are kind of in that same bag and especially this song yeah let's especially have a listen to it song. what was I made for I used to float now I just fall down I used to know but I Sure now what I was made for What was I made for Taking a drive I was a night ill Looked so alive Turns out I'm not real Just something you paid for Mm-hmm. 
takes me right back to the movie where I, I could hardly walk out the cinema after uh, hearing that song and just the context that it fitted in. I think that is the icing on the cake, Emily. It's a truly beautiful song. Um, and this is the first time listening to it with headphones. Yeah. Um, I mean, Phineas, I'm a bit lost for words. Uh, <laughs> we're all a bit yeah. subdued. Yeah. After we we all got lost yeah. in it then completely. Um, I've, I've seen a, like a documentary about Billie Eilish and Phineas, and um, Phineas is such an amazing producer. If you were, if you listen to that just na- naturally, normally, you don't hear all the different layers and levels that there are to that. You probably mm. think there's like I don't know, fifteen to twenty tracks in that mix, but there's probably about a hundred. Yeah, because yeah, Phineas yeah. is like the king of doing like hundred takes, but they're all super subtle, and then they just create this whole ocean of sound that isn't in your face. Nothing's as uh, Phil was talking about last week about some people packing so many sounds and they mm. steal your attention. That's the opposite in this kind of song and most of Phineas and Billy's work. Um, it's a subtle but beautiful, magnificent bed of sounds and layers. Mm. It's just yeah, stunning it's just song. Perfection, Eddie. Uh, in my opinion, I loved it. I think it's the ultimate close mic technique for sure. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Nobody does it quite like Billy Eilish, do they? Not nowadays, no. It's um yeah, it's a lovely song. Yeah, and and it's, it's probably one of the best uh, Billy Eilish songs I've heard. And I think it's interesting from my perspective to see how much she's grown from her early days. Yeah. Yeah. And you can see that um from the bad boy days. Yeah, the bad boy thing was kind of yeah. like mm, okay, it's kind of like <laughs> it's a hip thing well, uh, but you can see now there's actually quality. It's not just a uh like the latest fad. You yeah. can see there is quality in the woman's voice and uh, it's yeah, it's a great song. Yeah. Louise, we're running out of time. So I love it. Quickly. I love it. Um, and if I had to pick any of the songs off the album to perform with the band, I'd be asking for this one. For this one. The sad one. What a surprise. Yeah. Louise <laughs> likes the sad songs. Talking <laughs> of performing with the band, where's it going to be happening uh, this week? Me and the Rebel Bass lads are in uh, Lockstock and Barrel Business Bay this week, tomorrow and Friday. Lovely. And uh, to my right, Emily, what's going on on stages with, uh, with your band? So the rest of September is kind of a little bit of the calm before the storm. Um, so this week it's only my, my solo gig on Thursday yep. and the, at Blah Blah, the restaurant. And then Saturday, Easy Tiger, Abu Dhabi with the boys. And then it gets crazy from October. Right, right. And uh, Eddie, uh, you're going to be fixing things again and coming back with uh, quite a lot of gigs. Yes, well, you, you can find me on Spotify. Uh, that's uh, Rhythmic Renegade doing similar to this song reviews and um, drum tutorials and lots more mm-hmm. <laughs> airfix modeling <laughs> but yeah fixer are um, uh, gearing up to get back in the saddle again in october we are playing the annual harley davidson shindig yeah which is uh, great that's on the 7th and we've got a couple of residencies coming up which i'll tell you more about at the end of the month lovely thank you finn for your message what a beautiful song the Billy Eilish one was for sure. Thank you guys and Thank thanks you. for Thank coming you. in pink and having a bit of a Barbie night. <laughs> You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.